Uh, reading from Matthew chapter 1, from verse 18. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to, to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet didn't want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he'd considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. Thank you very much, John. Uh, great to be with you this morning and uh, to have the privilege to be able to share with you this morning. Uh, and um, David started last week this uh, series on titles of Jesus or the names of Jesus. And um, David started out last week with the wonderful counsellor. And I was praying in there that wonderful things will happen uh, in this community of God's people and over this area. And for you personally today, that wonderful things will happen in your life, unexpected things. Uh, we started out the year with the whole theme of miracles and we want to see miracles because God does miracles uh, amongst other things um, and uh, today we're looking at the second name and uh, this name is um, probably the simplest um, but it's the most profound uh, and it's the most important name for us and that is that of saviour and that will probably come up on the screen. And we sang about this right from the beginning, um, that Jesus will save his people from their sins. Actually, you know, the name Jesus means that. It actually means literally the one who saves me. Um, and this morning, I'm going to try my best to, uh, for you, answer two questions. And the first is, uh, how do I get saved? And you say, well, pointless I'm already saved great there's more to it than that how, how do I get saved and secondly what am I saved from what are you saved from so how do we get saved well there are uh, a number of things that people think saves them and, and none of them do funnily enough so if you put the next slide up they should come up the uh, one thing is people say well if I do if my good deeds outweigh my bad deeds surely the balance I'll be all right with God. Uh, not true. <laughs> um, next one. Um, or some people think, well, if I attend church, at least every now and again, uh, and if I, you know, light my candles, count my beads, or, or, or whatever, whatever religious uh, expressions you have, surely that will keep me in good step with, with God. Uh, will save me. Uh, no, it won't. Uh, what about if I embrace other religions like Buddhism, very popular, a little statue of Buddha or something like that, or any other philosophy or religion? Uh, there may be good things in these religions, but will it save me? No. The Bible says that there's no other name 
under heaven given to mankind by which we can or must be saved, but the name of Jesus. Um, born in a Christian country, born in a Christian family, good thing. Will it save me? No. No, sorry. As someone comically quipped, if you're born as a baby in a garage, you won't turn out to be a BMW. It won't make you a Christian. Sorry, sorry. So how do I get saved? How can you and I be saved? Tell you how. Dead simple. By encountering a person. That's it. Do you know this is true of life? Back in May, uh, the famous or renowned manager of Manchester United passed. Sir Alex Ferguson had a brain hemorrhage. It was close to death, rushed into hospital in Manchester. And... Uh, uh, he was full of praise for the medical people who saved him, especially the surgeon who invasively drilled a hole in his head, went in, put right the hemorrhage in his brain. The surgeon went right into the inside of Sir Alex Ferguson's brain. It took a person, not a thing, not a practice, a person to heal him. And it's the same for you and I was saved through a person, not through something, but through Jesus, is how we're saved. Um, Luke, in Luke 2, we hear a lovely story about this godly man called Simeon, and God had said to him, you're going, before you die, you're going to see the Savior, and he was led by the Spirit, and in the temple, he held Jesus, and uh, uh, he said, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace, for my eyes have seen your salvation. How do we get saved? It's a person. It's the person, Jesus, who comes into our lives. And then uh, Isaiah in the Old Testament, 700 odd years before Jesus was even born. The Bible is a supernatural book. Uh, and uh, he says, I will trust and not be, be afraid, says Isaiah. The Lord, the Lord himself is my, who is it? The Lord, the Lord himself, is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation, the Lord Jesus, the Lord. And then uh, one of my favorite passages from um, the New Testament is the story of Zacchaeus who climbed a sycamore fig tree to look. He was interested, but he didn't have Jesus inside. And Jesus came to the tree and said, Zacchaeus, you must come down because I have to stay at your house today. And you know what? Jesus got right into the spirit, into the, into the being, not literally, but he saw something in Jesus that changed him. There needs to be a change in your life. You need to know Jesus. He's the one who brings answers, who brings solutions. solutions. And, and Zacchaeus looked at Jesus and he stood up in his home after probably eating a meal. He says, Lord, today, today, I'm going to give half my possessions to the poor because money was a God to him. And if I've cheated anyone, because he was a chief tax collector, I'm going to give back four times. What had happened? Jesus had got right into the center of this man, this tax collector. He was interested, but up the tree, he didn't know him. But he asked him into his house. Jesus said, let me in. And he came in. And everything changed. I love the Alpha course, because on there, there was this guy in um, Rome, I think it was, like a priest. And, and he said, you know, when you be... I won't try and do an Italian accent, okay? It's a, you know, I, I love trying to do it, but they end up being Pakistani for some reason. Uh, so I'm not very good at that. Um, and uh, he said, you know, when, you, when Jesus comes in, nothing changes, but everything changes. 
Nothing changes, but actually, the same person, but everything changes. And uh, Jesus came to Zacchaeus. And uh, I just wonder today, you know, is, is Jesus, Jesus at the center of you? Has he come in? You know it when it's happened. You know it when it's happened. He's the Savior. It's a person. It's not a thing. It's a person. Are you being saved today? Are you saved? <clears throat> so that's the first thing. First thing is we are saved uh, through a person, through Jesus, nothing else. Second thing is saved from what? Well, I've got several little things just to share with you. And I've got some help with some friends and uh, a few odd bits and bobs as well. Uh, the Greek word for save in the Bible when it talks about saving is one called sozo or sodzo, depending on how you uh, pronounce it. And it means more than just one thing. Several things it means saving from. So the first thing I want to tell you is uh, God saves us, Jesus saves us from uh, the consequences of our sins. Now here's two Bible verses. I memorize these if they come up on the screen. Romans 3.23 and, and then 6.23. For all have sinned and come short of the glory or standard of God. Um, and the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. The consequence, we've all sinned, let's face it, we've all sinned. But today, this morning, if you are in that situation, you're not too far away to be saved. You're not too far, you've not done too much that your sins can't be forgiven. All God is looking for is a Zacchaeus heart that I look on, on that, but I, I, I want more than that. I want to be transformed. I want a whole new outlook in life. I want Jesus on the inside to live with him in me. So the consequence of my sin is the first one. The second, second thing that we're saved from um, is we're saved from the fear of death. I knew someone who, was, before he was a Christian, was petrified of dying. He became a Christian and that fear went away. You don't need to fear death. There's no fear in death. It's unnatural to want to die. We shouldn't want to die. And if you've contemplated suicide, there's a better way. But you don't need to fear death. The third thing that um, we are saved from is from living a meaningless life. I've told you this before, but my neighbour... Uh, uh, I have chats with him across the garden fence, desperate for him to become a Christian. Uh, and he said, Hugh, he said, Hugh, do you know what? Life is meaningless. I said, oh, I could tell you that. Come in, let me tell you all about it. Oh. And uh, life is meaningless. Love the Alpha logo, slogan. There's more to life than this. And uh, do you know the name Jesus is derived from the name Joshua, which is a book in the Old Testament. Same meaning, the one who saves me. And you know what Joshua did? He led the people of God, do you know where? Into the land of God's promises. What kind of life is it? What sort of land is God leading us? Well, into the land of God's, God's promises. Often quoted verse, but it's so good at just summing things up. For I know the plans. That I, next slide. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans. Not to, well, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, and to give you hope and a future. Now, let that just sink in. Just think, if we run our lives our way, we get into a bit of a mess. I mean, the country at the moment is a bit like that, isn't it? Running our own life, our own ideas, 
And what a mess at the moment in our country politically. But when we, when Jesus is in, when the Savior saves us and we align ourselves with his plans and his purpose, this is, this is where we're going. This is where you're going. I, you know, plans for you, plans to prosper you. Just take this in, not to harm you. God doesn't want to harm you. Wants to, wants to make things work out for you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Lord, bless, bless each person in this room. And may we all know that God has a plan. Listen, for you, God has a plan for your life. Plan to prosper you. Plan, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, telling you the truth. Not to harm you, but to plans to give you hope. Plans to give, who's got no hope at the moment? I want to tell you, God wants to infuse hope, new hope, new life into you this morning. That's true. Give you hope and a future. So we're saved from a meaningless life. Now here's one. We're saved from ignorance and deception. <laughs> ignorance means not knowing. And deception means being conned into something that is, isn't true. Um, and I was going to go into that, but I'm not. <laughs> but he saves us from being deluded about things, being deceived. I'm going to keep going. But the... the Next thing I want to just come on to is that he um, also, the, the word sozo means also physical healing. So uh, when Jesus saved people, he didn't just save their soul. Uh, he went around Galilee preaching the good news and he healed everyone who was oppressed of the devil because God was with him. He was under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And I just want to say, now, right, so I want to throw this out, be honest with you. See, I was watching the Alpha thing, and my favorite bit was the bit about, does God heal today? And, of course, the answer at the end, actually, from the Bible and from experiences, yes, he does. But there was this amazing story of this guy who was, who was partially crippled, all kinds of problems, and I can't remember what it was, and I didn't have time to look at it to check what it was. But it was this, this guy, and he'd been praying for healing, and nothing had happened yet. I think it really quite crippled. But do you know what? God had given him gifts of healing. And he prayed for people and they got up, got up and got well. I thought, how bizarre is that? Does God heal today? Yes. But does it add up? Do, do, or, or sorry, is it totally logical? And can I pin it down and everything? Well, often not. Uh, and and uh, the secret things belong to the Lord. But the things revealed belong to us and our children. So there are things we don't understand. But I just want to tell you that Jesus is a healer. And we're going to watch a little video clip and uh, just see this. So can we, can we just pop this up? Oh. Who touched me? Please, Master. Someone touched me just now. Lord, everyone's touching you. Look at the crowds. I know, I know. Someone touched me. I felt the power go out of me. It was me, Lord. I was bleeding inside me. So many years. The doctors did nothing. I... I was afraid to come to you before all the people. So I, I just wanted to, I wanted to touch you. My daughter, <laughs> your faith has made you well. 
go in peace. Okay, that word, your faith has healed you. That's that Greek word, sozo, saviour. Jesus is the saviour of our bodies as well. And uh, so at the end, look, tell you what, uh, I'd love it. If, if anybody who wants a touch from God to be healed, then come to the front and I'll pray a prayer for you. We'll pray for you, okay? Right. The other thing is that uh, Jesus um, does for us is he heals us, saves us from uh, mental illness and oppression. There's a story of the Gadarene demoniac. Now, this guy was demon-possessed. Demon um, and Jesus came along and cast out the demon, and the man was in his right mind again. Okay? Uh, those who had seen it told the people how the demon-possessed man had been cured. That word cured means is sozo. Saved the savior saved him from mental illness. Okay, now I've got a now I've got my friend Chris who's going to come up uh, now. So make your way, Chris. Thank you for coming. Uh, Chris hasn't been demon possessed, just so you know, nothing like that. But Chris has struggled uh, a bit with some uh, mental issue, mental illness is yeah. issues, haven't you, Chris? Can you tell us about it? Uh, yes. Well, I have high functioning autism slash Asperger's syndrome. What it's like living with that. It's like being dropped off on an alien planet, experiencing a new culture for the first time, and being unable to interact with them and expected to know how to. Uh, throughout my life, I've really struggled with social interaction and knowing how to talk to people. From 2012 to 2018, I suffered from severe depression, where I was isolating myself and not having interaction with people except for my young daughter, who I saw every two weeks for a 24-hour period. I was completely non-verbal and seriously suicidal. Imagine having deep depression and combine that with autism, uh, where you don't have the skills to talk to people. It's a very lonely and dark place. Thank you, Chris. And uh, am I right in saying that you had an encounter with Jesus and... Uh, and, and he's been helping you with this. Could you just tell us how, how that's been? Uh, yes, um, as you can imagine, um, by the spring of this year, I was in complete darkness and loneliness, and the enemy had his grip on me tightly, um, and I had constant thoughts of suicide. I was praying nearly every day, but back then I thought it was a waste of time. Um, and then I had an unusual urge to try the Alpha course at City Church, uh, but I didn't interact much. Uh, a few weeks into the course, uh, Jesus appeared to me in a vision. He was wearing a bright white robe, and his appearance was very, very bright. And um, he had his arms wide open, but he wasn't saying anything. I went up to him, and I hugged him. And then I, f then I felt a burning sensation all the way up my body. And then I was shaking intensely. And for the first time in decades, uh, I had the ability to cry. And I had tears flooding down my face. The Holy Spirit entered me and took away the pain. 
over the next few weeks, I became a lot more verbal. My face was glowing, and, um, and I was happy in decades, and my anxiety had dramatically reduced. You see, you, um, you need to be medicated and um, have years of counselling to get past the level of depression I had. Um, I needed a miracle, and I received one. In three weeks, our saviour, Jesus Christ, completely healed me of my clinical depression and removed a massive barrier with my autism. And I just want to finish, and I want to thank the Lord from the bottom of my heart for answering my prayers and uh, healing me, for without him, I'll be in a very, very bad place. Thank you so much. There we are. There we are. Someone's actual story. He's our saviour. Um, so we're saved from mental problems. Um, the, the word includes physical healing as well. Even life from the death. And we're going to just see another clip from this. Uh, I love the miracle maker. If you've not seen the whole thing, it's, it's such a lovely, it really captures, I think, Many of much of the heart of, of what Jesus did in such a lovely way. Um, there was a synagogue ruler called Jairus, and his daughter uh, was dying. And people came to him and said, Don't bother the, the teacher, the master, anymore because uh, she's dead. She's dead. <laughs> Don't bother him anymore. And if you're in a situation where something's dead and it needs to come to life today, then can I say that Jesus brings life from the dead? Let's just watch this. Master, please, please hurry. No. Sir, don't, don't trouble the master anymore. Don't be afraid. Keep on believing. And she will be well. Hungry. Fetch her something to eat. <laughs> All right. What's happened? <laughs> <laughs> She's alive. <laughs> All right. Okay. I don't know if uh, how the uh, uh, screen was there. It's a bit sunny. Uh, it's great if it's a dark room and you just capture the atmosphere there. Imagine that being brought back to life from dead, from being dead. Uh, God has called us to life, not death. 
You're called to live and not die. In fact, the psalmist says, I, I will not die, but live and proclaim the works of the Lord. That's your uh, mission on earth. To live and not die and proclaim the works of the Lord. So, so we're, we're saved from a meaningless life. We're saved from the fear of death. We're saved from ignorance and deception. We're saved. He heals still today. We're saved from mental illness. We're brought back to life from dead. And we're also saved from the attacks of people, finally. Just this last one. 2 Timothy chapter 4, where Paul was hard-pressed on all sides from the attacks of people who didn't like what he was talking about. And they were, Paul and his uh, colleagues were under pressure. And so here's something for you now. If If you're under attack from people, if you're suffering in that way, in some way, then you know what? We need a saviour. I, I, I've had this in my life, you know, lots of these things I've had. But he's the saviour. So I wonder if the music team could uh, just come back uh, and sing an appropriate song. It was great how we were singing all about the saviour to start with. Um, and uh, let's, um, I, I'd just like to be able to pray for people this morning. Uh, and so, um, could I, uh, well, I'll pray first, and then I'm going to invite you to, to come. So, in fact, would you mind standing? Could we, could we all just stand, if, you, if you're able? Um, and, uh, and I'll pray and ask the Lord to be with us this morning. So, Heavenly Father, praise your wonderful name. Praise your wonderful name. We give you thanks in the assembly of the upright. We praise your wonderful name this morning, Lord. And uh, thank you that you save us. You are the saviour of our souls. But you, Lord, you save us from so much else, God. And uh, uh, we look to you this morning. And so first of all, I'd just like to say, you know, if there are any here um, who are conscious of their sin, you've sinned and you know it and you want to turn from it and you want Jesus to come in, then I wonder if all of us could, if you, if you bear with me with this, that would be wonderful. I wonder if all of us could just bow our heads uh, before the Lord this morning and I'll just pray. So Father, I just pray for each one of us. Lord, thank you that uh, you totally forgive us our sins and put us on a new path to living with you and for you. So uh, uh, my friends here this morning who are saying that in their hearts, then Lord, answer their prayer, forgive their sins. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Any with the fear of death here today, I just want to speak against that fear. No fear in the Lord this morning. Your life's been meaningless. God wants to bring meaning and purpose to your life this morning. And uh, for anybody who wants physical healing, I'd like you to come now to the front uh, and we'll pray for you. Okay? If you want a touch from the Lord this morning, physical healing. He, listen, why am I doing this? We do this a lot. And do you know what? Sometimes we pray and nothing happens. But do you know sometimes we pray and something does happen? And, and that's what I believe for. I, I believe we're on a course. I hear the roar of the lion. The riot lion of the tribe of Judah roaring out. He's roaring towards us to defeat the enemy and to bring his life to you. And uh, so, so come out. Uh, if anybody here has a, uh, a bit of a mental illness like my friend Chris was speaking about, come out. If you're suffering from the attacks of people, stay where you are or come out. It's up to you (laughs) on that one. But he wants to bring life where death has been spoken over you. Life instead of death. Because you have a job to do. 
You have a job to do. And he wants you to be part of that. And so, Father, I just thank you uh, for my friends here. Who, and uh, if you could just lift up your hands, put your hands in front of you like that for whatever you need. Even if you've not come out. You, you've got a need, but you've not come out. Fine. That's all right. But, you know, we're just reaching out to the Lord like the woman with the issue of blood this morning. So let, just put your hands out in front of you and I'll pray. So, Father, thank you. Jesus Christ, according to Hebrews 13, verse 8, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so, Lord, thank you. As David said earlier, that you are here by your spirit today. And so I pray for my friends here, Lord, and I'm asking for miracles, Lord. I'm asking for miracles of healing. Thank you for what Chris said. Do it again in others here. Lord, thank you that you, you met people on the road to Emmaus. You met people. Over 500 of your uh, people you appear to. And I pray that you will, you will appear. That you will manifest your life and your presence to my friends here. As we look to you today. We just reach out our hands. And I pray for supernatural healing now. In this room. Supernatural healing. For a move of the Spirit of God. And oh God, pour out your Spirit. Listen, this is the age of the Spirit. This is the day, these are the days of Elijah. This is the age of the Spirit. And so, Lord, we look to you and we just pray, thank you, Lord. You are the Lord who heals me. You are the Lord, my Saviour, who saves me. So bless your people now. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen.